The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Jesus said, In those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn. Or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. What I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. As you might expect, with a young child in the household, we are at that time of the year when the impatient questions begin. When are we going to put up the Christmas decorations? Tomorrow? The day after tomorrow? The day after the day after tomorrow? Next week, really? The 18th? I can't wait that long. Well, then we start to compromise, right? Um, Well, you can decorate your room. I'm not sure I want to decorate my room. (laughs) Impatience seems to be the driver in our lives if we're out in traffic, if we're out shopping, if we're waiting in line. And in fact, waiting is perhaps the most countercultural thing we can do these days when everything from our politics to waiting for coffee downtown is dominated by an impatience and a sense of entitlement almost that things need to be done now, if not sooner. And if they aren't done now, or sooner, 
we tend to get a little bit on edge, a little bit upset. Our lives have become dominated with instant results and instant gratification and instant communication. And if I may say so, our lives are ruled these days by tweets and texts. How do we back into a place of holy waiting, something that Paul hints at as he is writing to an early Christian community around the middle of the first century. He talks about spiritual gifts having been granted the community of the Corinthians and that they can now wait with those in their hearts, in their hands, and in their lives. Waiting is something that our society has forgotten how to do. Did you notice the Christmas decorations go up right after Halloween? How do we learn to wait again? This impatience is not unique to us. This impatience comes through in today's reading from Isaiah as well, a reading that is reflecting on the experience of exile. And the people are so tired of waiting that they even begin to blame God's delay for their transgressions, for their sin. Did you notice that in the reading? Because we have been waiting, we have sinned. Because you have delayed in your justice for us, we have transgressed this sense in which God's delay is a cause for our falling short. And that comes out of that deep reservoir of emotion of being in exile, of not having justice for such a long and deep period of time. The people are done with waiting. Likewise, we have a community towards the end of the first century again. People in Mark's community who could not imagine what it would mean to live beyond another generation without the return of Christ. And so there is this lengthy discourse in which they are warned to keep awake, but they will not know the hour. And even for me, this begins to grate a little bit because they are told to stay awake, but not for how long. They are told to remain alert for something for which 
They may never see. That teaching does not sit well with me, and nor should I think it sit well with any of us. It is uncomfortable. And this is how Advent begins, with this discomfort, this discord, this dissonance, about keeping awake for something that we may never see. Remaining alert and not being given an hour when we can stand down from the watch. Learning how to wait may be one of the most important spiritual lessons for us in this time. I remember a piano lesson 20 years ago where I was sitting in the studio with other students and we were playing for one another and our teacher at Northwestern. And I remember sitting down and playing a movement of Beethoven that I had been working on for hours and 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 hours. hours and it fell apart. And I was a heap of frustration and resentment. And I remember it as clearly as yesterday, my teacher saying to me, Richard, she said, some things need more time. Some things need more And in truth, that learning to wait was my biggest struggle at the piano and is my biggest struggle as a priest and probably my biggest struggle as a human being. How do we learn to wait? How do we learn to wait again? Or maybe for the first time. Waiting means taking our sense of entitlement and our expectations and putting them up on a shelf somewhere. Waiting means learning to be quiet again. To stop doing all the time. To be open. to a God who will not do what we expect, who will not comfort us as we demand, and who may mete out a justice very different from the one we anticipate. Learning to wait means stepping back from all of those things that trap us and disappoint us and allow them simply to be what they are. And it is hard. It is hard. 
But Advent is the season of waiting. And I invite you into that holy season, my sisters and brothers. Learn again to wait, even as the world seems done with waiting. And everything happens now in a rush. We are called to wait. Because if we do wait, we may discover the greatest mystery of all. And that is that God has been waiting for us. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.